Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets, brought to you by Standard Bank, your partner for growth on this continent we call home. Hashtag Africa Connected. So 702 in partnership with Standard Bank has been sending Nigiwe and an EWN multimedia journalist to travel the African continent, looking at the companies there, looking at business and coming back with some insights on uh, the ease of doing business across our continent. And Nigiwe is in Lusaka, Zambia. And she joins me on the line now. Nick's good morning. Good morning, Kolani. So after your first day then, you've noticed that SA businesses uh, are pretty uh, big over there. They're, South African businesses are, are very well represented. Um, particularly the retail sector, Kolani, it's quite extraordinary. I mean, you cannot walk 50 meters without seeing one of the major household names. Um, and they happen to be the anchor tenants at most of the shopping malls around Lusaka. And I'm talking about names like uh, ShopRite, Pick and Pay, Woolworths, and the major banks, Standard Bank's trading, of course, as Stanpick, also represented here in South Africa. So a huge representation of South African business, particularly in the retail sector. So we're seeing this proliferation of shopping malls, and most of them have South African shops. Now, I've raised this as, isn't this potentially a concern for uh, Zambians? Where are the homegrown stores and homegrown brands? And that is something that I'm told is, is indeed a concern. And, but how um, the Zambian government does, in fact, legislate is that it does have a, a certain requirement that there be a certain percentage of Zambian ownership um, as far as that is concerned. So that's one element of it. But of course, local Zambians very much involved in small and medium enterprises, such as local markets that we've been to, very involved in construction and building uh, those shopping malls and uh, the very burgeoning housing uh, sector as well. Mm. And, and, and yes, and go just, ahead. just before I, 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 I just wanted to mention something else, Polani, that as much as there is this massive presence um, of South African retailers here, there are massive challenges in bringing those goods into Zambia because, as you know, Zambia is landlocked. So it means a trip by road from Johannesburg or Cape Town or Durban or wherever your goods are coming from into Zambia. It is a hellishly long trip. Uh, the roads wow. are not are not great. Um, I was having dinner with a South African company which imports wine into Zambia last night and they were telling me that, for example, their trucks um, can take up to 10 to 14 days Lulani, to get what? to Lusaka. 10 to 14 days because you have to travel either via Zimbabwe or Botswana to get to Zambia. And then that includes also a trip uh, by ferry obviously across the Zambezi from between Zimbabwe and Zambia. That's the only way to connect between the two countries. And often there's only one ferry working and not the requisite three, and it's only one truck per ferry at a time. So you can imagine the kind of bottlenecks that we're likely to see at that border post. But also, of course, the Bridge border post is always nightmarish as well. So if you're importing goods into Zambia, it's always very, very tricky, but particularly if it's perishable goods. Wow. You know, that there's been this argument for a very long time, the argument about um, uh, infrastructure and the importance, for instance, of rail lines so that we are able to hear. This is the thing, Golani. I mean, for me, the dominant narrative that's coming out of my travels across the continent, if we don't fix the roads, the rail, the infrastructure makes it easier uh, to transport goods between our countries, we're not going to boost trade. I mean, it cannot be that it takes you two weeks, you know, to get 50 boxes of wine into a country really that isn't generally that far from you. Yeah, no, it doesn't make yeah. sense at all. But you've tried the food. 
Oh, of course. You know, I always try the food, Golani. I absolutely have to. I went to a place called Matebeto Market. It is a very popular, well-known market in the CBD. Locals go there during lunchtime. Um, what I'm told is that people generally try to shy away from the major restaurant chains because, you know, that's not really their thing. Some people you'll find going there, but most locals, most people working in the CBD will go to Matebeto Market. It was absolutely crawling with people and what is served there is the traditional food uh, like uh, things like nshima and now nshima is pap as we know it in south africa it's just ladled on the plate Colin. it's like and and of course being a beef country here everywhere we go they serve beef and the beef is absolutely delicious i'm not a big beef eater myself but i have i've absolutely enjoyed it um every time so there's huge chunks of t-bone and huge chunks of tilapia fish and vegetables that's what you see everywhere you go and that's what we had yesterday and we were uh, served by a woman called constance lungu who has been running this particular store for the past 12 years this is the other uh, key African story that women are driving these economies at a small and micro and medium enterprise level. And she says she's been running this business for, for 12 years and has now has eight employees. But most importantly, Kalani, from that income that she derives from the store, she has 12 dependents and has put through four children through university. Now, that's extraordinary. You know, that's the kind of development that we want to see. But... Constance Lungu should then have a chain of stores yeah. at some of the major retail shopping centres mm. in Lusaka, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, look, Nix, I hear you. Thank you very much. I much appreciated. Nigiwa Pigicha is in Lusaka, Zambia this morning. And of course, if you want to uh, hear more on Nigiwa's travels, go to africaconnected.702.co.za. Standard Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth. Uh, combining their strong African presence with global capabilities, they support the aspirations of clients looking for a banking partner who knows Africa. Standard Bank has partnered with 702 on Africa Connected to give you in-depth first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets. Let Standard Bank be your partner for growth on this continent we call home.